try it, you try it. All right, I'll give it a try. No. Try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Why'd you like it? Like you? Who the hell said I got to like you? That true? Do you like me? You like me right now. You like me. I like it a lot. He likes it. Because I like it. Welcome to Trying to Like It, the podcast where two siblings, myself, Rory, and Aaron, that would be me, discuss the stuff we like, the stuff we're trying to like, and you guessed it, the stuff we just can't like, no matter how hard we try. Pop culture, food, sports, movies, just about anything is up for grabs. We might not agree on everything, but you can rest assured that we're both trying to like it. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Here we are, nearing the end of January 2024. That is just absolutely insane to me. (laughs) I'm ready for the January to end. A month. Yeah. But I'm ready for it to be. I'm I'm not tired of January. Oh, really? What is it about January that you're tired of? It's just a long month. It's just, I mean, it feels long. It feels like, so, uh, one of the things that makes it feel long for us is that we get, I get my pay in the middle of, I get paid once a month, okay? Oh, okay. I get paid in the middle of December uh, because school shuts down oh, yeah. and uh, it's closed for the last couple of weeks and then the first week of January. Okay. Um, or for part of the first week of January. So we get our paycheck, whereas we usually get towards the end, at the very end of the month, we get the January paycheck in the middle of the month, or then middle of December. So it always kind of is cool. You're like, oh, well, we got this, uh, you know, this, we get our paycheck early. Usually it helps us feel as if we can, you know, be more <coughs> careful. Oh, oh, oh. okay anyway we end up feeling more carefree you know might spend a little here and there extra and then by you know by the middle of january like oh no oh no the the money is gone and we have a month left Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it just feels like it. So the last half of January is just us going like, well, what is there free to do in the area? What, yeah. what okay. is there on the weekend that we can do? That's absolutely free. Um, so it's just, it just drags and it's cold. Yeah. That's, I like to talk like a pirate sometimes. Okay. Um, you do that. Speaking of pirates, this is a little, uh, of a left turn, but. Did you know that there was a season two of Our Flag Means Death? Really? Did we we talk about it? I mean, season one, I know we talked about it. I I think we only talked about season one. I have not watched season two, but I just realized the other day that there was a season two. So Uh, anyway, sorry, off topic. But yeah, Yeah. so I'm just ready for January to be done. So, But but it's not that I'm looking forward to February. February is no good either, but, oh you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's a short, it's a short, it's a short month. I told you I hate winter. I'm just, I can fast forward through this part. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. Just get me through. March 1st is a happy day for me. I really, because I feel like that is the first, even though it could be really cold on March 1st, mm-hmm. it feels like we're there. Like we made it through. Springs on the horizon. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, I just, I, I, I'm a lover of winter. Now, I will say, I am a lover of winter when there's a reason for it to be cold. So if it's going to be like how it was Talking in the negative the... temps, yeah, Talking then I, the need it to, I need it to like blizzard. I need it to shut stuff down stuff has to shut down if it's just cold for no reason and there's no reason to enjoy it then i don't i don't give a i don't don't give a flying fig i don't care don't care 
Yeah. I just need it to be cold. Although, we are recording on a Tuesday. Yesterday, let's talk about yesterday, Monday. Uh, let's talk about that ice. Did you guys get a lot of ice? We got enough that school was canceled. Oh, boy. Uh, locally and in... Uh, my, th- so, both I was... I don't know what I'm trying to say. School is yeah, canceled me for me and for 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 my son. So yeah, it was bad here, like so bad. I watched my neighbor. I was trying to lay out some some ice or some salt for the ice, and yeah. I was taking it slow because I am injured, which I have an update on that. Um, I was taking it slow because I'm injured, and I watched one of my neighbors almost fishtail into another house not where i live but a different house i was like oh my gosh um but it was bad it was yeah. terrible it was like portland portland ice storm is all over my tiktok and portland it, maine or portland oregon oregon like ice really? storm oh. in portland um just all over the all over my play all over my for you page and now it made its way here but it came it lasted for a couple of hours. It started raining, and the temps are up in like the mid forties, up low fifties. So yeah. we're thriving. It it's doing that. Quick. It's doing that fake stuff. That fake, that fake excitement. You know. Yeah. Where it's like, oh yeah, it's getting warmer, and then it's just gonna crush those dreams. Yeah, it's supposed to rain. I think all week. So yeah, I'm. Um, like, it's that. I would. Ugh, I hate that. I hate rain. Rain is something that I do not enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I like it in the spring when it waters my garden. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's uh, the update on your your knee injury? Uh, got an MRI on Thursday, last Thursday, January eighteenth, uh, and basically was told that I pretty much blew out my knee, bad ACL. A uh, slight tear in my ACL and my meniscus. So for those that of you wondering. Season-ending injury for <laughs> NFL players. Yeah, it's a season-ending. <laughs> like, I hate it. I'm way too active of a person to not be able to do anything. I I had on my brace, and I forgot. I was in my car, and I forgot something. I was getting trying to head to church. And so I got out of my car and kind of tried to do like a like a light jog through the through to get to the door to get inside and that mm-hmm. was a no. That was an absolute not. That was an ernt. Um that was something that will never happen again because it was miserable. It felt bad. Um yeah. well, so, you don't want to make it worse. No. Um so still on those freaking crutches. Actually taking the crutches seriously, really taking yeah. it seriously, uh, and just am waiting for the ortho to contact me. That's what I was told was going to happen. They were going to contact right. me and figure out what to do, because first uh-huh. step, steroids, but I've already been on steroids. Second step is PT and a shot directly into my knee, which, yeah. and then third uh, would be surgery. Yeah. So, we're so they're saying that. that the first two steps might make surgery unnecessary. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yep. Well, I hope that's but the part, case. That's what I'm thinking. But I guess dad was saying that it's like chronic. So it's always going to be there. Um, so if surgery were to take that chronic off um, and that not be, an, not be an option where chronic just doesn't ever come back. Yeah. Then that would be nice. Yeah, I mean, you're young enough that if you can have the surgery and and yeah. then it's kind of back to normal, be bionic. Yeah, have then, have some place for the energy to go. Yeah, because right plus now, plus at this point, you know, you're gonna basically eat up your deductible anyway, so you might as well. <laughs> just, Pretty much, yeah. You might, might as, as well, well just go, go for it. <laughs> Get it over and at done. At this with. point, oh. plus you're. Yeah, I mean, did you go to the? When did this happen? Did it happen in 2024 or 2025? Or right, twenty or twenty twenty three. Are we in the oh future? Uh, 
have you been to the future, Aaron? That, did that time machine actually work that you bought off Facebook Marketplace? I did, yeah. It's Oh yeah. wow. I um no, it happened December December seventeenth of twenty twenty three. So But you didn't go to the did you go to the doctor in twenty twenty three? Uh I went to like urgent care, but something okay. I had to fill out some papers and stuff with my insurance. Um, it was like a claim or whatever to see yeah. if they will cover that. But I didn't actually go for the MRI until the 2024. Okay. A, a month later, basically, the 18th of January, yeah. 2024. I'm just thinking about your deductible. It's all has to happen within the 2024 calendar year. So. Yeah, well, I'm almost there because – That MRI was – that MRI is quite expensive. Yeah, I paid $786. Yeah. That's with insurance covering a giant portion of it. Which doesn't make any sense to me. Also, not claustrophobic. Had a great time. Um, it was, <laughs> I recommend an MRI to everyone. Yeah. If you would if you love need to, relax. to relax and be in pain because they like strapped me down. But all of my body didn't go in. It was just like my hips down. Um, And the lady was like, okay, here's some earplugs. And then what kind of music do you want to listen to? So nice. She was like, do you want a blanket? And I said, "Eh, I'm okay, but thanks. Uh, Man, I would be asking for a podcast. No music. I'd be like, can I just listen to a podcast? I don't want to. I mean, 25 minutes. No matter what music you tell them, you're going to get annoyed by it. I would think. No, because I love Lainey. And so I've been okay. a, on a lane. So you can tell them like just that one album or one. Yeah, and artist. Here, I thought Pandora was dead. I didn't think Pandora was a thing anymore, but it is. Um, and so she's like, "What would you like to listen to?" And I said, uh, "I guess Lainey." She's like, "It's Pandora." And in my head, I'm thinking, "Oh, if I have to listen to freaking ads." I'm going to be mad. While you're but in that little tube. G- while I'm in that tube. But I didn't have to listen to ads, so that was nice. And it just it had the fader, so it would play a song and then slowly fade out and then another song. Um, being the musical person that I am, the rhythmic tone of the MRI machine, I was matching that sink? rhythmic tone. Oh, nice. Yeah, like I was matching that with the song. Because I couldn't move, so it was all happening like with my fingers because that was outside of the tube and in my head. So I was like rhythm matching. So it was a great time. (laughs) Highlight of my life. If you think about it, like if you were to go get a massage, like a nice full body, you know, hour, hour and nine. I have a gift card for that. Do you think gift cards go bad with that stuff? Because I've had it for a good couple of years. You can only all you can do is check, but I mean, but yeah, I have a. That's gonna be like a hundred and that's gonna be like a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks, maybe. You know, the thought of a massage kind of freaks me out. So an MRI is just like six or seven times that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, But no, uh, massage is kind of kind of. I don't know. and I don't. Mm. We've never really brought it up, but I mean, when I lived in China, I got massages all the time. I loved them. How did you? What was it about that that you loved? Um, feels good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's nice. <laughs> it's just relaxing. I don't know. We, um, I mean, I had massages that were not nice that were too painful or just didn't or you know or or sometimes like literally i was it was just a matter of like my body's too big and Mm, the strength of the masseuse was too small or too did they use their feet um no not really except for in thailand they would use that yeah sometimes they would use their feet in their they would use like wooden tools like little things that if they found like a knot in your back they would take this little like I don't know, like it's a, a stick, but with like a rounded end, and they would like. That dig doesn't that. sound very. That doesn't no, sound very. Thai massage is very painful. Can be very painful. Yeah, that doesn't sound um, like a good time. Probably the best massage. <coughs> excuse me. Nope. Some of the best massages were from uh, blind masseuse. Masseuse. What's the were What's they, the plural for masseuse? Were they um, blind? Yes. So one of the you know a common 
career path <laughs> for a blind person in China might be to become a masseuse. And so you could go to these places where pretty much the entire staff was blind and they are, they're very good. So, um, but yeah, I, I would, we'd go get foot massages on a pretty regular basis. Absolutely not. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. After you walk just, around for, you walk, I mean, when you lived, when I lived in China, I walked everywhere all the time or rode a bike and you know, your feet sugar. after, after a day of walking around, your feet are tired. Like going to get a foot massage is amazing. Now, if you rode your bike, which you said you rode your bike all the time, like good old brown sugar. Um, yeah. And then black cherry was the replacement when brown black sugar was stolen. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, did you get a butt massage? Butt massage. You don't go in specifically for a butt massage. I mean, I, I Okay, your glutes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you got a full body massage, they're they're going to they're going to touch in that area as well. Yes. Your gluteus maximus. And it yeah, and it, it feels amazing. <laughs> I that's one of the things that I don't really care <laughs> I don't really care for with a bike is it doesn't matter what kind of seat it is. Your butt always hurts. If you go if you ride a bike long enough, your butt will stop stop hurting. So you just get calloused? No, it's not a callus. It's just like, I don't know. I would ride my bike for, for sometimes three to four hours in a day. And I what did not have pain that associated with that. riding your bike for that long? I, so where we lived, we lived on a campus that by bicycle, it took about an hour to ride your bicycle into the center of the city. I would ride my bike downtown, go to the gym. Hang, you know, go eat at a restaurant with some friends, go shopping, fill up my backpack with, you know, groceries, get back on my bike and ride back. Uh, there were days whenever I had to go from my apartment to a class where I taught in one side of town. Then I have to get on, go back to a, the other side of town where I was teaching a different class and then ride back to my um, apartment that night. And yeah, I, I could rack up three hours easily on my bike in a day. Hmm. Do you know who stole your bike? <laughs> no. You, it just <clears throat> happened. What happened was I had a room. There was a room in my apartment on the first floor where everyone parked their bicycles. And I parked my bike there for months. No problem. Um, Cause and everybody locked their bicycles up. So my bike's down there locked up just like everyone else. Well, why I did it, I don't remember, and I don't. Maybe it was just the, it was just carelessness. But um, I went off to Beijing, I think maybe to visit friends or something, and I was gone for like two days, and I left, and it was kind of like while I was on the way to the train station, I remembered, oh. Dang it. I think I left my bicycle unlocked. And then oh, when I got home, Aaron. when I got home, it was gone. I mean, when I got home, like, a, you know, a few days later, when I came back to town, it was gone. You know, I mean, so that was mostly my fault. I don't think anyone, it gets, it's, nobody broke the lock. I'm not saying it was right for somebody to take it, but it was it, my kind of stupidity that led to it being stolen. But then I got black cherry which was the exact same bicycle, just with different colors. And um, I never, that one I gave away when I moved. So it's you probably, it might still it be on the road. I don't think I could pack a bicycle in my, in my, my carry on. Uh, I mean, people bring crazy stuff. People bring snowboards. Right. But how, how much do you think it's going to cost to ship a, or to, to bring a bicycle with you on an Have airplane? Have you ever had a bike like it again? Uh, the bike I have right now is nicer than that. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, do you ride that bike around like three hours a day? No, I should. I'd be much healthier, much, and probably weigh much less. I just, I mean, what kind of, what brand of bike was it? It was a Giant, which is a Taiwanese uh, bicycle oh. company. They do sell them in the U.S. as well. But I have a, I've had a hard time finding <clears throat> shops locally. Like they're a pretty high end bike. 
Now, the one I bought was not particularly high-end. It was the equivalent of about uh, maybe 175 to 200 US, which is way more than most Chinese people would spend on bicycles. But it was not like a super, super high-end bicycle. Um, the one I have now is a Rally. Um, oh. Yeah. So, but it's dang it's these bikes are freaking nice. expensive. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh wait, now we're getting to the low income ones. Eight forty seven, eight hundred. There's a bike on here for three thousand two hundred dollars. It used to be twelve thousand two hundred dollars. The cuss kind of bikes are these, Aaron? Those are it's, probably super lightweight. These are not long even e bikes. What, uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's they there are like long. Uh, the e bikes are cheaper. Oh wait, no, they're not. Jk. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was looking at the num. Mm-mm. Nope. This bike is freaking nine thousand dollars. That's how much you get. You save. You're saving thirty two hundred. Oh okay. <laughs> okay, let's look at the cheapest. <sighs> this is not. They're not a sponsor. I just. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I did it again. Literally looking at the it's in it's in it's in red. It says save twenty. So I'm thinking, oh, twenty dollars? I'm not looking at the save. I'm looking at the red price. No, this bike is nine hundred dollars. So how much did you spend? The bicycle that I had in China, the the one I had two of the exact same bicycles, just different colors. Mm-hmm. And they were I bought them from a giant bicycle shop. Um, and they were the equivalent I remember figuring it out at the time. I don't remember the the price in UN with the, like mm-hmm. the Chinese currency, mm-hmm. but it was uh, in my mind. I used to think it was like one seventy five to two hundred US. Dang, you got a seal of a deal, bud. Well, you know they make like the there. It's a nicer model compared to a lot of like the bicycles that are sold in China because it's actually made. Uh, a lot of Chinese bicycles are made for Chinese. Riders, which mm, means yeah. like they don't have to be, they're not you know, made for giants. smaller tires, smaller frames, lighter frames. They don't have you know a very very large uh, white American uh, rider. <laughs> um, and my was mine was you know like a full size. I don't know what the wheel. I think twenty six inch wheels. Oh. Um, I think that's right. But anyways, it was a large frame. And did you get did you get a bicycle outfit? I wore I I wore no not a like a spandex no yeah no this was a commuter bike this was just meant for going to the grocery store going to school you know okay um I did wear a bicycle helmet because my greatest <laughs> fear and I didn't worry about it all the time or anything but I always had this vision of like. Hitting something in the road, flipping over the front of my bike, hitting my oh head my. on the curb, oh boy. <laughs> and just waking up, just waking up like, you know, moments later and just having my head gushing blood and I've broken like my back or something. And then I have like oh, wow. this crowd okay. of Chinese people surrounding me, looking down at me and no one wants to help me because they're afraid I'm going to sue them or something if, if they try to help. And I don't, you know, that was like my fear was that I was going to have a bicycle accident where I would be seriously injured and not have anyone around me that would help. And so I started wearing a helmet. One of my friends suggested because he and his family were <coughs> wearing helmets. And I was like, yeah, I, part- I should probably do that. So I did wear a helmet. <laughs> but... um I never had an accident. I never once had an accident in China. Oh, well, I hit some. I've hit two people in in China with my bike. Oh, wow, Aaron. But I never fell off the bike. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I hit one older woman. Aaron. She walked right in front of me. I was, I was, there's these bike lanes near the roads in China. I was in that bike lane where everyone in that lane is going fast, right? It's a bike mm-hmm. lane. So I'm cruising along. This lady's standing on the, uh, she's walking off of the curb across the bike lane. Never once looks to her left to see if anyone's coming. I didn't know she was going to step right out in front of me. And by the time she did and I slammed on my brakes, 
you know, it just was too late. So mm-hmm. I hit her. She didn't really like go flying or anything. She kind of just stumbled over, but she was so <clears throat> mad. And I just pretended like I spoke zero Chinese <laughs> and just was like, <laughs> <laughs> I just kept saying, I'm sorry. And I don't understand. <clears throat> But I'm sorry. I don't understand. Sorry. I don't understand. No, I, did, I didn't understand everything. She was speaking very fast and angrily. And so, um, so that was one time. And then the other time I was on campus, I was on campus and I was riding my bike. This other girl. So I was riding my bike on the road. This other girl was carrying her friend on a bike, right? They literally hit me. And then started yelling at me. <laughs> like, they. <laughs> I was writing. Imagine this. Like, they're coming up beside me, and she suddenly turns the front of her wheel, the front wheel of her bike gets kind of like twisted, and it, she careens over into my the side of me. And then hmm. she starts yelling at me, <laughs> like, I caused the accident. So I, again, wow. played stupid. That is a good rule of thumb in China. <laughs> Just keep saying, sorry, I don't, I don't speak Chinese. Sorry, I don't understand. Okay, <laughs> if I ever go, I... Yeah. Well, just always remember to just. And the thing is, like, that. it's embarrassing, right? So, in both cases, I understood that it doesn't matter whose fault it is. The person who, like, you know, I like you. It, it was just a matter of like the, the girl that was giving her friend a ride was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So the way she shifts the blame from herself and her own embarrassment is, you know, over to me. It's just to make it seem like it was my fault, even though obviously it wasn't. But yeah. Um, um, but anyway, yeah. So just those two exits. But in both cases, I did not. I was not. My bike didn't fall down. I wasn't thrown from my bicycle, but so I, I never once had an accident well, on a bicycle. Good job. Yep. That's good for you. Good for you. That's that's good. Um. Oh. Okay. Well. 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 So we are. Uh, <laughs> how do we? How do we segue? How do we segue from? We are twenty-seven minutes in. And how do we? Well, you also can't fully round up because we didn't immediately start and we had like a little pause anyways. How do we segue from that? I will say this. You having a bike called Brown Sugar is what led me to the gamer tag name that I've had for many a year called Brown Sugar Sugar Killer. Yeah, that was your fantasy yeah. football fantasy football yeah. gamer tag for any for any game it's either brown sugar killer or valer morgulus all men must die um well One my name the name brown sugar came of course it's a famous uh rolling stones song brown sugar mm-hmm. um but it was actually i got that name from one of my one of the other english teachers at our university had a family member like her uh his parents came to visit and we were talking about how i was talking about how much i loved my bike and they were like oh did you have you named it and i was like ah, oh, no i haven't and we started talking about possible names and that was one of the names they suggested and i was like oh brown sugar i like that so mm, right. that's, what well, I that's fancy and then i thought when i got the the second bike was red and black the first one was brown the second one was red, red and black, so that's what led to Black Cherry. Okay. All right. Well, with that, on with the show. <laughs> Continuation. <laughs> the good thing is I think we have not much to talk about. Yeah. We filled up all that space. Yeah. We filled it all up with weather. Although Actually, we, we both really spend like too much time on weather, so it's fine. We both really like what we do have to talk about though. Yes, I am very very excited to talk about this show. It is one of my absolute favorite shows to watch. It is a Netflix um 
Netflix. It's a Netflix original, right? No. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Is it? Yeah. It's Reality. based from. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's based from. Uh, it's the American version of an Australian show, and it's called Love on the Spectrum, and it just. Ah, uh, gosh. Season two now now streaming on Netflix. We talked about this. We talked about season one, I believe. Right? Yes, we did. Yes. Yes, we did. I was very adamant about talking about it. I, mm, this show, I'm not a crier. And whenever I say cry, I don't mean like bawling. When I say, and I, I've been told, oh, you cried? What? Like, no, I don't. It's not like tears streaming down my face. It's like a tear, like a it's tear. It's okay, Roy. Yeah, it's I, okay. I just get teary. I don't cry. I get teary. And this show just you made didn't me. didn't weep. No, I didn't yeah. weep. I didn't bawl. I just got teary. Because this show is just, ah, uh, it is so freaking precious. We have, if you watch the first season, um, we have some returners. We've got Abby. James, Danny, and Steven. Now, I just want them to bring Steven on from start to finish. Steven doesn't come until, like, episode five. What episode are you on? I'm going to say this. So Steven is the one in... um, He's the older gentleman, right? Yeah. He's the one in San Francisco. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, boy. (coughs) Okay. Um... Goodness gracious. Um, still fighting the lingering effects of a cold, folks. Sorry oh, about that. Boy. Um, so, Stephen, I have not gotten to his episodes yet in season okay, two. Okay, so you're not on episode We've only, five. I think, done episodes. I think we finished three episodes so far of season oh, two. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, well, so the I primary... watched it all yesterday. Oh, wow. Well. Okay, so the primary players so far, that are, you know... I say these, these are like real people. And that's one of the things I want to say up front is that everyone involved in the show brings me so much joy. I'm so happy it, it's it's being made. Yes. Um, I, I'm so happy that it that they're willing to share their lives with us. And mm-hmm. one of the great joys of it, I mean, I laugh. I laugh um, throughout. I, and one of the, the things I love about it is the families of yes the the the, the people that are profiled um, watching how they are loved and enjoyed by their families is the best the best part I think of the show um, mm-hmm. and they you can tell that they have brought so much joy to their families as well and mm-hmm. that's not to say that you know that they haven't gone through a ton of struggle. And I, I don't want to, you know, like make it seem like um, their lives have been easy because I'm sure yeah. they've, they've been challenged in many, many, many ways. But I love how the parents just get a kick seeing uh. their kids go on these dates and meet people and get excited and get nervous and feel butterflies and try to explain what butterfly, you know, what feeling like butterflies is, is, is about. And, you know, it's just, there's just so much, it's just, there's, you, you see so much, um, joy in that, that these people, you know, uh, give to their families and that the families, Mm -hmm. you know, so anyway, that part of it, I just love so much, but I just have to say there are, there are like I love I love David and Abby and I'm glad that they that they come back and I kid you not them oh there's one part with them and you may you it's been flooding on my TikTok um I'm not going to say anything but there is one part with them that's what made me teary but it was like no, between oh my Drew, gosh! Say, say again, who are you? Abby talking? and David. Abby and David. Okay, so Abby um, and David are the so Abby. They take the trip to Africa. Is that yes? Okay, they're in Africa, and their like last day in Africa is the there is the sweetest moment. It is the absolute sweetest moment, and it so, was it was oh man, it just pulled at my heartstrings. It made me laugh. 
It made me get a little teary. It just made me so excited and happy. And I, mm, <laughs> we love. I so just much. loved it. We love so much um, every time Abby and David kiss. <laughs> it, it, it makes us so happy. <laughs> so, um, I, yeah, it's but, cute. But, you know, the crazy <sighs> thing or the amazing thing I think about, about the show is that it's so, like, you start to see, again, I don't want to, I'm just watching the show. I don't live with someone who's on the spectrum. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I'm not on the spectrum as far as I know, you know, but one thing that I keep coming away from the show thinking is like the primary difference between these, the, the people profiled in the show and what we might say are like, uh, like neurotypical people. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that they're honest. They're unguarded in a way. Yeah. We, so they have, it's not that I don't have similar thoughts and fears and concerns and, and curiosities and interests and things like, like they do. Mm-hmm. That's not the weird part. Like, th- like the weird part for me is that I'm like, I have learned, I've lived a life where I've been told to like press all that stuff down inside yeah. and don't let it out, you know? And so when you see, um, it's like they're, they're, they've, they're so unguarded, um, and it means that they're vulnerable, right? Because I look at that like with little kids. Uh, one thing that I see, you know, with my own son is like when he, when he gets really excited about something, he's not like an adult. Adults, like when we get excited, we, we really have to like maintain control and make sure mm-hmm. that we don't overreact and that we don't make too big of a deal of it. And we're worried about what other people are thinking all the time. And we're trying to imagine like how do we look if we're getting, you know, like – all this stuff is going through our minds, all this anxiety about um, how we might be perceived by others. And we try so hard to control others' perceptions of us. And that makes me so frustrated because I know that my own son will have to go through this process of learning how to uh, like stomp down his own excitement about the world around yeah. him mm-hmm. just to make himself socially acceptable to others. And I hate that. Yeah. And I see these people who are on the spectrum, and I, what I see is the people that <clears throat> love life so much. They're so passionate about everything. Like when they find an interest, like they go all in. Like they want to know yeah. everything about it. They want to experience it all. They want to memorize every aspect of it that they can. They want to, um, you know, if it's some a movie they love, they want to watch it over and over again. If it's a, a place that they visited that they want, you know, they go over and over again. They want to, like, they they just have this excitement about the world around them. And they haven't, you know, they don't have this, um, I, I guess, like, the I don't know what to call it. Because it almost feels like um, we're, like, those of us who might be seen as typical or viewed as typical we're the ones who've sort of like oppressed one another like we've been like nope you cannot enjoy (laughs) something that much nope you Mm -hmm. cannot yeah for real you cannot be that interested in something or you know you cannot and so anyway it just feels like as i watch them i'm like gee whiz like it almost feels like they have a part of themselves that's alive that we've all chosen to kill in ourselves you know what I i mean i think it's just because like I used to work in SPED, and a lot of times it was behavior, but there were a lot of times that it was it it was kids that had Down syndrome, or and mainly on the on the spectrum, and they're just they're carefree in light, and so much so some it's crazy because. A lot of kids are just so willing, like they know that they're different, but it doesn't hinder them in any way, shape or form in saying, I want to play with you. I want to help you. And it it's just so it's so crazy and so cool to see little things like that happening. And I think it's kind of more of a they have the blessing of not having to think about what, like, 
I I wouldn't say not understand. I want to be very very clear in I in how I say this. It's not that they don't understand. It's just that they don't fully understand that what they're doing isn't quote unquote normal. Or like, well, I think they understand or, or that looked different. at as at, yeah, or looked yeah. at as being different because Matt was saying I Matt was saying that in our, the deaf community, brother, yeah, our our brother Matt in the deaf community, they just laugh. They laugh like a little kid laughs because they haven't been. They, they socially constrained. Yeah, socially constrained, and yeah. they haven't been told, "Hey, your laugh is not acceptable." Right, right. And, and they and can't, and that... they can't hear it. Really, they don't. They don't really hear what their laugh, like what a laugh is supposed to sound like. Right. Like, yeah. We pick up everything that pe- things that people do around us when we are young. We pick up all of those different traits of our family, traits of things that we learn when we're at school, what's acceptable, what's not. And I think that's one thing that is just like I envy sometimes is being able to just be 100% you. Yeah, I think that's And that's the why thing I is, love the show so much. Yeah. <clears throat> is that they might it it's um yeah, like I said it, I, because I don't I don't feel like I'm I, I don't feel like I understand autism enough to speak very thoughtfully about it but just talking about the experience of of these people in the show i find them to be uh yeah free of free of a certain burden that i feel which is to um be what people want you to be yeah to always try to fit into what the social expectations are around you. And I know that they feel that same person. They do have, they do feel it. And yet they mm-hmm. almost like they can't fit into the social because they're unable to fit into the social uh, expectations of others. They almost have a f- freedom that. Yeah. I am not. Yeah. That I, I that I admire, I would say. Yeah. Um, because they, And so anyway, and I know that the world is hard to navigate when you don't fit in socially. And I'm glad that they're finding their own communities and that they have amazing families, amazing families that are, you know, so understanding and actually don't just, I feel like this is kind of one of those things like I talk about with, uh, you know, I spoke, I was part of a panel uh, a couple of weekends ago and we were talking about diversity in education and, Mm -hmm. um, there's been a real influx of refugees into our community. And so there are organizations that are trying to kind of pick up some of the, you know, try to help people as they come into the community. Uh, But also the public school system has been really um, a huge um, point of contact for these refugee families because many of them have kids, you know? Mm -hmm. And so anyway, so I was part of this panel, we were talking about diversity and one of the points I kept trying to make was just that um, diversity always brings challenges, but it also brings amazing rewards, you know, that can't be experienced any other way. Like if you don't live among diverse people, then there's literally no other way to get the, you know, to to experience the benefits of that diverse community Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not if you're not living in it, right? So you have to. It's one of those things. It's like it's kind of like you don't get the benefit of exercise unless you go to the gym and do it. You know, you have to be part of it. And diversity is the same way. Is like you have to be in a diverse environment to receive the benefits of diversity for everyone involved, right? And I, by that, I just mean people from a wide range of different backgrounds and perspectives and things. And when you put them all together, sure, brings lots of challenges, but it also makes life uh, richer, fuller, um, more enjoyable from my perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I I see it the same way with the, the you know with this show, Love on the Spectrum, is you look at people these people on the spectrum dealing with autism, 
there you can clearly see in their families that their families have been blessed and benefited by oh, yeah. the opportunity to have a child on the spectrum as part of the family, you know? Mm-hmm. And so often I think we look at it, you look at it from the outside, you might look and go like, oh man, all they've been through, all they've struggled with, you know? And, but if you talk to those families, I think they would say like, we don't want it any other way. Like this yeah, is. Yeah, for sure. This is what we want. You know, this is, we could, we could never have imagined, you know, such a wonderful life with these, with these kids, you know? Yeah. They don't want their kids to have to deal with all the pain that comes along with it, but they realize that that part of that, the pain, you know, is what also brings the benefit or brings the the joy, brings the uh, experience that has made their yeah. lives so rich. So, yeah, so that's I just think that's a beautiful part of the show. I and I would agree with that. And one of I love I love all of the all of these people. I just want to be friends and hang out with all of them. But one two in particular because they're newer faces. Like we've got we've got returner returning faces, but two new faces. And we had kind of mentioned it a little bit before, but Connor and Tanner and they just get better and better and better. And Connor is I I have I have been in a school setting with the Connors and the Tanners that are identical to that and they just his his mom, Connor's mom is literally the most amazing parent. And so I, if, I, I just, I cannot say how much I absolutely adored how she interacted with her son. So Connor, if you haven't watched the show yet, season two, we're talking specifically about, but mm-hmm. he is a, in, in, obviously incredibly intelligent person, Very. Um, but is also incredibly anxious and, um, and he is really passionate. He kind of has a romantic soul, like he want, but he also is just worried about everything, right? Yes. And so his mom is really the voice that continually tries to kind of help bring him down. You know, like like listen, man, you don't have to, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to panic. Like this is where you don't. This is not. You know, this is not, uh, you know, marriage, you know, the first date is not marriage. Like, um, yes, but yeah, he's, he's awesome. I love, I love him. Um, and then Tanner just seems like Ugh. one of the nicest souls, uh, ever, um, just beaming smile at all times. And I just, you know, like, there was just, a really, there was really interesting, uh, uh, conversation though. He has a conversation with a, um, autism specialist who's also on the spectrum herself and Mm -hmm. she's trying to give him some she's trying to help him uh and there's a interesting part where he she's just telling him like you know you don't have to always be smiling yeah you don't always have to be talking uh to people if you don't feel like it if you want to be quiet it's okay to be quiet Mm -hmm. if you don't feel like smiling it's okay not to smile And it really felt like it kind of sunk in with him in that moment. And it's that kind of moment where you're like, yeah, maybe they do feel that same social pressure, right? Of like, I'm just trying to fit in here the best I can. I'm going to smile until everyone accepts me, you know, or whatever. I don't know. But it just, yeah, that was, I thought that was a great moment. Again, I haven't watched all of season two, just the I first just, few episodes. Yeah, I, it's kind of funny because <laughs> it, I, I noticed this with Love on the Spectrum, the Australia version, and season one of the US version. And they always put, so Tanner is very, very outgoing. He loves to talk. He loves to ask questions. And Sabud was the same way from season one. He was very talkative, very outgoing. And then in the Australian version, there's a guy, I think his name, it's either Roman or Rowan. 
And he too is very, very, very talkative, very outgoing, very social. And all three of them, they got paired with a very quiet, like, pull them out, like, didn't ever answer the question. And that is a part of Down syndrome as well. Like, like they just are very quiet and kind of reserved. Some of them can be more outgoing. Um, but any of the ones that I had at the school, like, I got to hang out with and everything, were very, very quiet and didn't talk as much as some of the other kids. And they all three are with all the quiet ones. And it's just... Tanner on his date is literally uh, <laughs> so precious. I just love it. Yeah, I, I love them so much. I just want to be their friend. That's yeah. that. And in you my can life. see, I like just... he's so hard. he's just he's trying to make conversation, and he's yes. And <laughs> but in his mind, like so, you know, this date that he's on the 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 girl that he's with is not asking many questions she's not really interjecting she's just kind of sitting there listening to him and he's just trying to he's trying to make conversations so his mind goes (laughs) to like animals do you like alligators do you like horses do you like do you like do you like elephants do you like do you like and so he's like rifling off these questions (laughs) and you're like oh man he's just really trying to keep that conversation going and uh you can feel the you know Although he's smiling and it looks very happy the whole time, like you can kind of yeah. feel like the strain of of that. But yeah, it's a <clears throat> it's a great show. Um, I I absolutely <clears throat> adore and love this show, and I hope that it doesn't become it. I hope that they that they don't continue it if it's going to be a kind of i i have the word but i don't i can't like it's on the tip of my tongue but now that i'm thinking about the word but whenever it like you know how the end of lost the last season they just kind of <laughs> kept going and it was garbage and yeah, there was really no was, there was that was fiction though so i don't think Yeah, gonna... but there are some like think of love is blind like they should really not right, keep going right but this with the is show. not a this is not a competition it's not i don't think one thing I think that we can, at least I, I hope is true, and I, I do feel is true, is that everyone involved in making this show has lots of respect for the people. Yes, you know that's that what I'm saying. I don't think that will change. I think okay. I I don't I think the families of these people are are far too pr- protective of them and yeah, love them too true. much to let them be exploited. Um, so I don't I don't really have a fear of that happening. I think that. If it ever even hinted in that direction that it would, you know, the families would just pull out from this okay. the production that, of the show. That's but. kind of, I, I feel that way, but then sometimes I'm like, man, I hope it doesn't become this type of monocle, I guess. If it, if I think that, I mean, one thing is like, there's no competitive nature or like aspect to the show. That's true. It's truly just a documentary. It's just following them. Now, some of it's obviously arranged, but they make that pretty ob- clear in the shows. Like, yeah, we've arranged for him to go to a speed dating event, or we've ra- yeah, arranged that's true. for them to speak with a, uh, a specialist that can help them understand how to keep a conversation going. Um, like, So it's very transparent, I think, in the way that they present it. It's not meant to be... Um, you know, we're, we're, we understand everyone involved understands what it is. And yeah, I just think there's too many families involved that are, are, you know, protective of, and, and I think the original filmmaker who is from Australia, I believe is not intending to make something that would be, okay, ex, uh, you know, ex exploitative or, um, exploitative exploitative exploit however you say that yeah that's just one of my things like i don't want i just want this to be be such the wholesome show that it is and i don't want anything to ever come from it that is negative or anything like that because i will ride at dawn i will i will fight someone i will straight up you should i mean a lot of these guys on the show have sword collect sword so 
<laughs> that's we can gather true. them all together. <laughs> <laughs> we can all, we can all ride together. That but does seem to they be better like not, a, mm, They better not go after any of these sweet babies. That seems like a uh, common like fascination or interest area for a lot of the guys on the show is like knights and uh and swords and things like that um there is, <clears throat> but again I need again to... those are all things that like a quote-unquote typical man would probably be totally cool and fascinated by like would totally love to have a sword collection if we didn't feel like the the pressure of Society yeah, going like, normal. yeah, just, just, oh, no, you need to be <laughs> quote unquote normal, right? Um, and because most of us, I think, if we had the chance to have like a cool sword collection, we'd be like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna would, collect swords. I would definitely have a sword collection. Um, there is one, <laughs> where are you with Connor? What's the latest thing with Connor that you're at? Uh, the, the, is he, he's gone on a, and I don't know that they've gone on an official date yet. They, there's a girl named I think it's Sasha. Okay, so you're that is, that is uh, a former co-worker because I think he okay. works at Kroger. Mm-hmm. Um, so he knows her, and she's he's the one or she's the one that he gets quite flustered by. Yes, at the speed okay. Of it. There- <laughs> but there's really the only scene I think in the most recent episode was they meet. At a location where a movie was filmed. What was the movie? Hunger um, Games. Hunger Games. And so they're standing there, and uh, Shell and I were were watching this and going like, they need to just go somewhere they can sit down, go get a coffee or something. And then finally, Connor goes like, well, should we? Maybe we should go somewhere. We've been standing here for quite some time <laughs> and i was like yeah go get some coffee yeah, go, go sit down but no there is a comment that he makes it's kind of like where he's getting anxious and he's talking to his mom yeah and he kind of compares himself to princess diana oh that's and, right that's right yeah because yeah, he's like well i don't want to be that... famous you look at what happened to princess diana <laughs> and it's the fact that his mom goes connor we live in Podunk, Georgia. Nobody's coming after us. <laughs> and I like, just you are not going to become Princess so Diana so much. Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. That's, that's uh, but that's where his anxiety takes him, right? Like it's yeah. like the most extreme case. So yeah, it's he's 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 awesome. Uh, but yes, I highly, highly, highly recommend the show. Love is art, not love is blind. Love on the spectrum. Uh, U.S. version is so great. The Australian version is also really, really cute. Um, but U.S. version season two is out. It's on Netflix. And, uh, man, I just. <sighs> there's nothing bad I have to say. I give it a thousand out of ten. Like, yeah, I just. Me too. I just love it so, 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 so much. Um, and. You just need to watch it because I would like your, I would like your take on a specific date with Steve. All right. And what you think. Um, and I think you'll know whenever you get to the episode um, what I'm talking about. But Will do. I would like to say you, you talked last time about the brother's son, right? Yeah. Okay. I started an episode of it. It's weird. Um, what's weird about it? It just, it just kind of seems weird. Well, we finished it and we really liked it. So okay, I mean, it's good. It's just, I don't, I don't know how to feel about it yet. Well, it it skirts the line between action and comedy. Yeah. So there is there is a some funny stuff and there's some very, you know serious action and violence so but i it, do like the mom that michelle Yo, i don't know how to think pro- yeah i don't know how to pronounce her name and i don't want to butcher it um but i do love her so i i i like it because of that but it just yeah it is <laughs> it is funny and very just <sighs> but it's good it's good. So I so far I'm one episode in and so far I really enjoy it. It's just 
Yeah, I don't know what how to read it yet. Like, do I laugh during all of it, or do I cringe or cry or? Well, there's there's it's it's my funny eyes? throughout. It's funny throughout. Uh, the Bruce character, Bruce. Have you you've met the Bruce character, right? The brother from uh, the U.S. brother. I think so. Yeah, he's the student. He's like a college student. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He's definitely the funniest. Yeah, he yeah. did make me. He did make me crack up. So, I'm on it. I just wanted to say, I am heeding your suggestion. I am watching the show. Well, I'm proud um, of you. Thank you. Since I don't really have <laughs> much of anything else to watch, so I decided to jump on the Brothers Son Netflix train. With that. I'm done. Yep. We made it to an hour. <laughs> we made it. Yeah. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Um, as always, make sure to like, comment, share, rate, review, subscribe, uh, all of the things. Make sure to follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash trying to like it. And that's all, folks. Stay safe out there. And as always, thanks for listening to... I'm trying to like it. I'm trying to like it.